Welcome to the Stoic Sage. In this podcast, we are dedicated to using past knowledge tested by time to empower people of today. This podcast series includes discussions around modern challenges utilizing wisdom from nearly 2,000 years ago with the goal of bringing about how to think rather than what to think. Welcome to the journey to sagehood. Before you help someone, ask him if he's willing to give up the things that make him sick. Hippocrates. Hello, my fellow Stoics. The idea of toxic masculinity has caught my eye for some time. And I'm sure I'll do an updated version of this topic in the future as well as I learn and grow into the man I want to be. (laughs) I've learned a lot in my short life, partly due to the sheer amount of knowledge available to us and the thousands of documented opinions coupled with the sciences of psychology, sociology, and human development. A lot of what I've learned was moderated by Stoicism, making sure I'm not going too far off the rails with one narrative, the example being the red pill movement as well as accepting the reality of human complexity, that being the male psyche. Now, this topic can get really deep with each tangent having or being able to have its own topic and podcast. So I'll start with how toxic men are generally created. First and foremost, by their fathers. The fathers who refuse to take responsibility for who they bring up into this world. To teach boys to take responsibility for their own actions. Or men who refuse, or fathers who refuse to just man up. I know that's a very, can be a very toxic thing to say, but when it comes to raising your children, I think it's important to just say just that. Be a man. Be a man for your child. You Want your man to be a specific type of man? Then be that man. Don't just say it. Fathers show their boys how to treat women. Namely, being how they treat their wives. Boys learn by seeing fathers. Not hearing what they have to say, but by seeing them. It is a bit of a monkey see, monkey do kind of thing. (laughs) Some issues run so deep as well, because... Boys grow to disrespect women if they see their fathers disrespecting their mothers. And the end result being their expectation of what women are capable of handling. Or what they should put up with, essentially. And that doesn't set a really good standard for boys becoming men and finding uh, potential, potential mothers or significant others, for that matter. Men should seek and demand more of themselves in general, fathers specifically. They should seek to be better than their fathers. And also, the children and the men who are growing up today should also seek to be better than their fathers and have more than their fathers, not just based on desire over materialistic things, but finding peace in knowing that you can be a better man that you want to be a better man for your legacy thereafter. And another thing 
is the great Stoics would say, poor is the pupil who does not surpass his master. And I believe that is Epictetus. Now, this is that's just the tip of the iceberg, obviously, for fathers who raise their boys to be toxic men. Those few things create that. For mothers, mothers who baby their boys with emotional incest, consequently teaching their boys that mothers are above all, which in turn leads boys to believe their mothers are the only worthy women in their lives. It gets so bad to the point where when, when a man does uh, have a wife and has a child, their mother is the sole and only voice of reason, the only woman that they'll listen to for everything and for anything. And that creates a toxic relationship with their future wives and their children as well, because then their children will only want to accept what the grandmother has to say. Another thing is, mothers who tell their boys that they will never have someone take care of them as their own mother will. You know, that's not really the best way to go about it, now is it? Now, mothers who create men who are greater than their husbands, and this by, I mean, instilling good things in the boys that their husbands don't normally have, but consequently feel they have an emotional ownership of them. And this is where mothers will kind of get in competition with a boy's future significant other. Basically trying to say, I'm the one that created you, therefore I should be the one to basically own you. This leads boys to believe women should do everything for them, including building everything around them. Now, again, if emotional incest took place and the mother is constantly taking care of the boys, not allowing them to be boys and then grow to be men, what ends up happening is the boy or, and the man will grow up to believe that the significant other is there to cater to them because that's what they've been taught by their mothers. Oh, the woman is supposed to baby me, essentially. <laughs> you, they don't have to say it or really think it, but subconsciously they have been taught that. Now, before I get any further, this goes into with the friends and how they create toxic men. Have you guys heard about the exclusive content from the Stoic Sage podcast? In addition to the two episodes a week, we'll be releasing exclusive weekly episodes that discuss topics around morality, modern politics, and general controversy. As Stokes, it's important to expose and practice our virtue with even the most challenging of topics, and this exclusive content will be available to those who sign up via the link in the bio. All episodes will be ad-free and unfiltered, as much as the ancient Stokes were with their own opinions. And by signing up, you are tremendously supporting the show. These additional episodes will be live every Friday. You'll be able to see them when they're posted, but they will be locked and or unavailable depending on the podcasting platform that you are using. I'm very excited to be presenting these episodes, and I thank you all for the continued support thus far. So, outside of parental guidance, friends also, and, and those that they're close with, also create toxic men. 
Now, this goes with uh, friends who teach the toxic culture of hooking up with as many women or men as well as possible. And that would determine their manhood. That is a very, very toxic way to go about it. You shouldn't be using women as though they were your toys. That's They are human and they are also emotional beings. And you shouldn't be damaging people that you're with. And friends who measure up to one another based on physical attributes that cater to other men. Now, I had another podcast that kind of talked about men who kind of go to the gym for the wrong reasons. I mean, it's it's nice to be fit. It's nice to be strong. And those can, in a way, cater to uh, uh, women in general. Um, and, you know, it, it showcases strength and being able to protect. But there comes a point where you have to realize as a man that... Those physical attributes are nice for initial things, right? But we have to understand that men also showcase this brute strength and physical appearance to showcase to other men that you cannot take women from me. I mean, then it gets to a point where, okay, who are you showcasing this for? For men or for women? (laughs) Because if you truly wanted to showcase this for a woman it would be an initial appearance yes this is me i'm strong and i'm capable that's the biological brain saying telling women that yes i can take care of children and protect the family from the tigers and in the forest and and things like that that's what that showcases on a biological level but to continue that to say yes I, i i want uh to find a a woman in my life that will bring me children and whatnot The other thing is showing emotional intelligence and being able to be tender with women, being strong on the physical side, but being soft on the emotional side. And when they don't do that, it ends up just being, hey, you're only doing this for males. (laughs) Obviously not in a, you know, um, uh, being like, oh, I'm trying to showcase to other men. You know, that's not really the 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 case as far as like uh, I, I want to be physically attracted to them or anything like that that's not the point but you subconsciously continue to do that on again on a pr- more primal level don't get caught in that all right that was a quick tangent but <laughs> but friends who do not seek deeper connections with their fellow friends as well and this is a emotional connection and getting deep with life and getting deep with uh, how you feel inside and how you feel uh, your person being around the world, right? And your meaning, your place in the world. This in turn, if they don't do this, it creates boys who have basically no place to open up their emotions when they actually enter into relationships, And they don't feel comforted with the idea of expressing emotion. And this does, in turn, become a very toxic cycle when they enter into relationships with with their significant other. Because part of being a man is also understanding that you are human. That's the reality. You are emotional. That's the reality. We, as men, are emotional beings. We just express it differently. 
but still, nonetheless, needs to be expressed. And what ends up happening between these friends, these kinds of friends, is instead of just being good men, they seek to argue about what makes a good man. I hope you caught that. That was by Marcus Aurelius. But that's what ends up happening. And the thing is, as adults, all of these things, all of these external things, create males who refuse to listen to anyone. And this is really interesting because they end up seeking personal biases which were developed since their childhood, whether it be from their father, their mother, or their friends. So they may continue to be toxic men. And if, they, if you keep going down this rabbit hole, you end up finding men who blame other women for their own inadequacies. You know, oh, well, she wasn't able to apologize or she always wanted to blame me for something. It's like, well, did were you worthy of blame, though? You're not perfect. Nobody is perfect. And every relationship requires effort and it requires strength and, you know, a lot of resilience. And then what ends up happening as well is that they blame, as well as blaming other women, which is an outright refusal to be better based on the feedback of other women, they also shun other men who do not fit the toxic standard that their mind is set on staying or becoming. And I strongly believe that men should all hold other men accountable for their wrongdoings because, I mean, they're in society hurting other people. And if you can impact someone on an individual level, then you're doing good by society and doing good by other men as well. But sometimes these guys won't listen to women at all, but they'll listen to specific men. So you won't listen, you won't critically analyze yourself you also won't listen to other women, but you'll only choose to listen to specific men. <laughs> That's an interesting way to go about life and improving oneself. You have to take a reflection, a critical reflection of oneself and what you're truly doing. You see, a stoic is wise in their approach of self-reflection. Viewing one's character from a lofty height and with critical intent with the goal of becoming better for oneself, but also for their friends, family, loved ones, and society. You see, Stoic men strike a balance between understanding their nature, which is being emotional creatures, rational beings, and strong in physical and mental forms, but also capability, which is understanding that you are capable of great evil, even without knowing it. But you are also capable of great peace and love. And the, all, each of those capabilities all take effort in understanding of oneself. All of these coupled, hopefully, you know, we can reflect on one another and look to our past and try to understand the toxic traits that we were taught and critically analyze it and say, what can I do better? This is the stoic approach to self-reflection, understanding what you were taught from your father, understanding what you were taught from your mother, and then from your friends and understanding, do these better 
me as a person individually? Will each of these characteristics or traits actually benefit the relationships that I want to build in the future? Unfortunately, a lot of times people don't come to this realization until they're a lot older. But as I say, better late than never. It's never too late to become a better man. But you should always want to listen to what everybody has to say because you can also entertain a thought without actually accepting it. Because I agree, there are some people out there that give really bad advice. But you should at least be able to entertain it with a critical mind without truly accepting it until you know that it's right to do. But remain stoic. Remain wise in those moments. Moderate yourself. Make sure you're not going too far left, going too far right. Make sure that you are under, truly understanding what other people are saying and also critically analyzing oneself so you can rid yourself of toxic traits and become a good man of character, not just by what you say. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help out the show. If you would like to check out Stoic Sage merch or read about the blog, please go to stoicsage.co. Also, give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook. Lastly, don't forget to become a member for our new exclusive Stoic Sage episodes. You can sign up using the link in the bio. I wish you well, fellow Stoics, on your path to sagehood.